Thank you for tuning in to Our Black Voices Matter. We can't remain silent. We must speak up. So let the conversation begin. Hello, it is Nibble here with Awkward Menage Podcast. And I'm not British. I just like to pretend I am. Um, Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and give a stab at this list of questions you have. Um... The first one I would like to address is three and four together, actually. Why is it super important for the black community to get out and vote during this election? Also, do you believe that we need to better educate ourselves on the different branches of government? Do you have any advice for our black youth and the individuals who think their vote doesn't count? Do you think that your vote counts? Yes. I'm a registered voter. I know the black vote counts immensely. Um, I say this all the time. If our vote didn't count as a people, they would not be putting on this horse and pony show every four years for us to get out and go vote for our president. Our vote matters immensely. I just find that it's a little weird that we get pressured into making sure we vote for the president, but no one ever pressures us as a people to get out and go vote for our state officials. No one pressures us to get out and vote for governor, mayor, Senate seats, like Congress, none of that. Nobody ever pressures us about that, but they pressure us about the presidential election. So I feel like it is very important for us to educate ourselves on the different branches within our government, on the different political parties within our government. My goal for the last several years has been to try and just remove the fallacy of the two-party system and the fallacy that we can only choose two parties when there are a variety more, a way bigger variety of options that we have to choose from. Um, So yes, I I feel like it's very important to educate us all. I know our vote is very important, but for myself personally, this upcoming election cycle, I'm not interested in voting. I don't like either candidate. I feel like we're voting on the lesser of two evils. It's been like that actually the last several election cycles for me. And I'm to the point where I don't want to vote at all. I have a group of friends and, you know, we're trying to, Um, make some changes and doing what we can within our community to try and help educate our people. And one of the things that we've decided to do was withhold our vote completely. Withhold the vote until we can get a candidate that we can say is 100% behind us as a people and 100% have our agenda in mind and want to push that agenda. We don't want to vote. But how exactly do we get that candidate? We have to create it. 
We either have to work to find the underdog that we can back and push and get on the ballot or create a candidate from scratch that we can push and back and get on the ballot. But that only happens until we have the type of generational wealth that is needed to be able to form super PACs and be able to consistently have that super PAC until our candidate is on that ballot, is in the office making the moves and calling the shots. Majority of our people are on the city, are in the house making those moves and calling those shots and pushing that legislation. It's not something we expect to happen in our lifetime. We we do believe that it's going to be a few years removed from ourselves, you know, probably in our kids' lifetime. But we want to start doing the work and setting the stage now for the future. And the only way that we can see getting that done is to actually have the money ourselves as a whole, as a race, to be able to pull out of our pocket because it seems like unless you have the money, nothing's going to get done. Well, they say money talks and bullshit walks. And that's pretty much the the saying of America that, that we have here now. Um, any advice for our black youth and the individuals who think their vote doesn't count? Yes. Research. Do your due diligence. Do your research. Don't just follow what people say on social media. Don't just watch the news and vote the way they say you should vote. Actually research. Look into things. Look into these candidates. Look into these policies that they're pushing. Look into policies and legislations that they have passed before. Do your due diligence and do the research. So even if you even if you don't want to vote, that's okay. If you still want to vote, that's okay. But make sure you are going to those polls well-informed of who these people are, what their agenda is, and what their past has been as far as it goes with pushing policy. Celebrities and the Black Lives Matter movement. Personal gain. Mm. I can say it's not just white people. Black people as well, I have seen, use Black Lives Matter movement for their own personal gain. I am very completely and utterly tired of it. I am tired of seeing if you care about Black lives, then support this business. I am tired of seeing politicians like Biden. Hey, if you don't vote for me, then you're not Black. We got to change it. We got to take care of black lives. And that's the only way to get it done. But in reality, if these people, white or black, celebrity, politician, it doesn't matter. If they really cared about seeing us do better, then they would do more than just stand on their soapbox for five seconds, say their spiel, and then be done. They would actually be in the community, getting to know the people in the community, getting to know what the people in the community need, and then helping them get what that is. Helping to educate the people in the community. Do you want to support Black Lives? Then instead of standing up on CNN talking about Black Lives for 10 minutes, why don't you go 
to an urban community and give some money towards a school. Donate to one of our failing school systems. Donate to some of these failing housing communities that we have. Donate to one of these shelters full of children who need loving homes. Go adopt some. There are so many more things that people could be doing right now than on social media talking, on the news talking. And, and that's what I'm tired of. Everybody is talking, but nobody is moving. When white people support a black movement, does it become legitimate? No, it does not. Just because they support it does not mean it's legitimate in any way. Honestly, in my personal opinion, when they support it, I think either one of two things. One, they're trying to personally gain off of our pain as they have for the last 400 years. 500 years, or they are only aligning themselves with our movement to sabotage it from the inside out. And I'm sorry, that might be, you know, way far off, but this is where my mind goes. The more I look at the news and I read the news and I look at social media and I see people like Jacob Blake shot down in the street, George Floyd shot down in the street. Like, when does it stop? If you really, truly cared about black lives, you would be standing up every day, not just when someone else gets killed in the street, if you really care. Do you fund the police? Double-edged sword. Yes and no. I say we need to defund the police in areas where... It seems like the police are doing more harm than good. So in places like Minneapolis, where we have a track record of unlawful arrests, unlawful deaths, but nobody seems to ever want to really look into it, defund those precincts. At least until they can show and prove that they have done the work that is needed to be done to have a better out, better outcome between law enforcement and the community, defund the police. If they're a, a precinct that seems like they're on the up and up, they're doing good. No, they can they can keep their funding. I don't I don't find see an issue with that. I'm originally from Detroit, and what we have in Detroit is what they call community policing. Community policing is where the police officers they're not just there to right around, protect and serve, air quotes, protect and serve. They are actually there in the community, being a part of the community, getting to know the community. They put on events in the community just so people can come and they can talk to them and see what they need, see what their issues are, see where maybe they need more of a police presence and less of a police presence. Community policing is the way I... I fully a hundred percent feel because how can you help a people? How can you support a people? How you, how can you protect the people that you know nothing about that you're scared of that your first thought isn't, Hey, maybe this person needs help. They're a threat. That's not okay. That's not okay at all. 
And as far as the peace for protesting, protesting period, personally for myself, I'm not for protesting. I don't knock anyone who wants to protest. I don't knock anybody who wants to riot and loot. I can understand their rage. I can understand their frustration. I can understand their pain because it's a pain that we have felt for generation after generation after generation. And people are tired. They're ready for it to stop. So if somebody wants to go out there and protest, whether it's peaceful or not, go ahead and do your own thing. I won't be protesting. I found my lane. I feel like if you're not for protesting, don't knock it. Don't say it's bad. Don't judge the people who are out here doing these things. Recognize why they're doing it. Understand why they're doing it. Understand what change needs to come and then figure out where your lane is. Where do you fit in? What can you do to align yourself with these people out here in the streets without having to directly involve yourself or put yourself in harm's way? But it's, it's at this point in time, for me, too much is at stake for us to just sit and not do a thing. Too much is at stake. All right. Um, I hope I did a good job for you there. <laughs> Um, good questions. Very good questions. Um, know it's going to be a very interesting show, whether you choose me to be on it or not, I would definitely love the link and to tune in.